0: Fly around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown, bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard, bring it to Tennessee farm Table, cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee Farm. Table, pick them baiters, good and wrap. Drop black and candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee Farm. Table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table.
1: Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table Podcast and Broadcast, a show that is dedicated to the people of the state of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve food and agriculture, often with that mountain south Appalachian flair. And on occasion I just might have a guest from our neighbors from surrounding states here in the southeast. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. The theme song that you just heard was sung and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee. Today, in honor of the upcoming National Seed Swap Day, we are setting the table with swapping seeds. It's that time of year when we're planting our gardens and dreaming about spring and we order our seeds and if we're lucky we can attend a local seed swap to swap seeds and stories with our neighbors today we visit with sheila pennycuff a librarian at the blank county public library located in Maryville, tennessee and she's the woman who took an old wooden card catalog and turned it into a seed library this seed library is located inside the public library, and it's a great service to the community where patrons both check out seed and contribute seed back to the seed library. i also let you know about a seed swap that will take place at the library January the 29th, which is National Seed Swap Day. It always falls on the last Saturday of January. To go along with this seed swap, there will also be a talk from Dina Trimble, Master Gardener, on the topic of winter sowing and seed starting. And today, we'll also get to hear from Dina Trimble on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today, be it podcast or internet or by the radio. I really appreciate your good company today. Sheila Pennycuff didn't sit around and do nothing when she heard of a need, she just did it. She created a seed library for her community, and wherever you're listening from, you might want to do the same. So let's hear from Sheila right now on why she created this library at the Blount County Public Library, and after that we'll hear details about the seed swap and a segment from Dina Trimble on winter seed sowing.
2: Nashville Public started theirs five years ago, and so I had been watching them because they had their own Facebook page and Mm -hmm. everything on their website, and I contacted the lady who started that, Katherine Bryant, and she let me come over and ask any kind of questions I wanted to, and I got to see the the behind-the-scenes workings and how they did things, and they actually started with one branch, and then just last year they spread to all branches. so and she said last year they checked out 10,000 seeds packs
1: that's wonderful yeah
2: so she's been really helpful and if I ever have a question I can just email her and she always you know answers me I'd like to do that to help someone if I could and I think the more information we share the better and the seed saving community is so it's like a family it's you know John Quikendall and Bill Best and just everyone is so friendly, and they want to, you know, John jokes about he's a seed evangelist, but he's spreading the gospel, of seed saving. It's just the neatest little community, and we can help each other and it's true. form all kinds of seed libraries.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It's, there's no bad to it. It's all good. 100%. It is. it is. On the subject of saving seeds, why are you so passionate about doing this?
2: You know, I didn't used to be. Um, I am a recent convert. <laughs> and, you know, I, like I said, growing up, my, my grandpa had a big garden. My dad always had a big garden. My grandfather was a seed saver. He was from Harlan County, Kentucky. And he had been a coal miner and you know, he was born in 1903. And when you grew up in Harlan County, coal miner, you saved seeds, you saved everything. It, they were poor you know they save their seeds from year to year just to survive so and uh to escape the coal mines in 1950 he moved the family to Cincinnati and so I'm from Cincinnati I was born and raised in Cincinnati my dad was there from the time he was six and then when my dad started gardening you know is when the hybrids and the seed companies started um coming into being and he would just go get his seeds at the local hardware store wherever he did not save seeds it was just easier, and I think everyone started doing that, mm-hmm. and and so we started losing the different varieties. And I didn't know until I think I heard John Quickendall <laughs> talk about it for the first time. Uh, he came to the. I used to be a master gardener for Sevier County, and he came to one of our master gardener days we had at Smoky Stadium, he did a talk. And that was the first time I'd ever met him. I think it was 2006, maybe. He came and did a talk about seed saving and his organic practices at Blackberry Farm and talked about how we had lost 93% of our crop varieties, since 1903 and i think that study was done in like 1983 by the usda so we've not had a recent one i think maybe the un did one but that just really hit home with me we've lost 93 percent of our crop varieties that's carrots lettuces tomatoes we can't keep losing (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that's what happened to the um, irish potato famine when they you know just had the one variety and then they had the blight so i think that just finally hit me i don't I don't think I'd ever heard that before. Um, I don't know if your listeners had seen this article, but it was a really good one when you're trying to understand about the varieties we've lost and what's going on with today's seed companies and how only a few companies now own most of the world's seeds. There was a good piece in the New York Times back in June called Save Our Food, Free the Seed. If your listeners just Google that, they can bring that article right up. It is, graphics are great. It's just a good explanation of what's happening to our seed and our food supply. I think when I finally understood that, it hit me because I've been a gardener my whole life. I never saved seeds. I'm embarrassed to say it. <laughs> so anyway, I heard John speak that year and after that I really started reading more and learning more and just recently um, I've been reading Bill Best books that he wrote. Bill Best is the founder of the Sustainable Mountain Agriculture Center in Berea, Kentucky. Right now he's 84 years old. He has saved seeds for I forget what he said. Maybe seventy some years. <laughs> so he has saved a lot of seeds and his books. I just want to tell the listeners about his book "Saving Seeds, Preserving Taste" uh, by Bill Best is his first book and it's about heirloom seed savers in Appalachia. And then he's got a second book that just recently came out called "Kentucky Heirloom Seeds." Um, all more about the seeds of Kentucky, but they're all all the uh, seeds in the books are from Southern Appalachia. And so that really, um, after I read his two books, that really brought home for me what a rich culture of seeds and foods we have in this area, and what a shame it would be to lose those. And so, as a library, we are preservers of history, and seeds are our living history. So we cannot lose these seeds. Anyway, that's kind of how I came to it.
1: Preach it, sister. <laughs> preach it. You're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and today we're setting the table with swapping seeds, a seed library, and an upcoming seed swap event, and talk in Maryville, Tennessee. Our guest is Sheila Pennycuff, a librarian at the Blount County Public Library, and the woman who took an old wooden card catalog and turned it into a seed library. This seed library is located inside the library and it's a great service to the community where patrons both check out seed and contribute the seed that they have grown back to the seed library. No matter where you're listening from, you too could start a seed library in your community. We'll return with Sheila and she's going to share details on the qualities of seed that are in the collection of this seed library, how the seed library works, more on the process of how to save true seed, links and materials to help you learn how to do this yourself and also details on a program that they offer on becoming a master seed saver.
2: So we want open pollinated non-GMO seeds. So open pollinated are just varieties that have been grown for successive generations and their physical and genetic qualities are stable and these seeds will be true to type when you save them. So now, you know, most seed packets, if you go into the store, they will tell you whether or not it's open pollinated heirloom or hybrid. So you need to look for that if you're gonna grow something and then donate the seeds or save the seeds.
1: Boy, that is so, so, so important.
2: And and these seeds have been selected, you know, they're, they're heirloom seeds, they're heritage seeds that people have grown for generations. And so year after year, they selected the best, they selected the most disease resistant. So when you grow those seeds now, you do have disease resistant seeds. You have, you have the best tasting, you have the hardiest, the best shape.
1: Now tell me how the seed library works.
2: So the seed library um, is set up to where you can check out five packs of seeds per card per month and that's how we set it up for right now we didn't know what kind of demand we were going to have so we didn't want to be wiped out of seeds in the very beginning so we may change that next year we'll we'll talk amongst our committee we have a committee of seed library volunteers from the blunt county master gardeners and we may up that limit we may i know nashville public has come to the realization that they don't need a limit you can check out as many as you want and maybe we'll get there but for right now that's the limit um, you do have to have a Blunt County card. We're supported by our Blunt County friends who work really hard for the library and they give us the funds to, to get more seeds and our materials. So if you don't have a Blunt County card, you can get a membership for $25 a year. You know, our whole goal is to try to educate people on how to save seeds and how to save true seeds properly so that we don't get, you know, hybridized seeds back and people then check them out again and hey Mm -hmm. big surprise (laughs) you know this isn't a hybrid seed does not produce true seed to type so a hybrid is basically a cross of two varieties so if you don't maintain the proper isolation distances you're going to get a hybrid so that's why we really try to educate people with our programs and our books Um, we have a protocol here in our this is our seed library guidelines you can pick up at the library
1: is that also Uploaded on y'all's website. Yes,
2: this is also on our website. All our resources are on our website under the Seed Library um, resources, and then we ha- also have links to many other resources. UT Extension has a lot of good resources that we link to. Um, um So we urge people: if you're gonna save seed, then know what you're doing, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> know the protocol, and if you don't ask questions, we've got books to learn, and then we've got programs. So. Our whole goal is for you to save seeds and then give some seeds back so that we're a community seed exchange. And and it it does require work. I mean, seed, Mm -hmm. seed saving, you have to educate yourself you have to gain the knowledge, you have to learn about cross-pollination, you have to learn how far apart you can plant things, Mm -hmm. you have to learn the different seed-saving techniques. So Mm -hmm. we are really trying to link people up to those people who can help them. So whether that's John Koykendall or, so we're just trying to link people together with those seed-savers who can help them understand the um, the cross-pollination and the different techniques, fermentation and all that. Because it's a little bit tricky, so we're really trying to bring people together. We're starting a master uh, seed saver club, are so you? to encourage people to learn more about seed saving and, um, you know, do a better job at saving true seed, we are going to have a master seed saver club, and the requirements are that you need to attend one seed saving program that we offer you need to read at least one seed-saving book from a list of books, um, one of which is Suzanne Ashworth's Seed to Seed, um. but there are several others that you can read. And we ask that you return at least 10 packs of seeds to the seed library in the fall. And if you didn't grow those uh, seeds, you can buy non-GMO open pollinated seeds from a you know, rep- reputable source and then donate those. So we really hope that people will join our Master Seed Saver Club.
1: What's the best method for people to contact you if they wanted to get in touch with you? Um,
2: if they want to get in touch with me, my email address is pennycuff. that's S-P-E-N-N-Y-C-U-F-F at blunttn.org. Sheila
1: Pennycuff, the woman behind the Seed Library at County Public Library, thanks so much for taking some time and visiting today.
2: You're welcome. It's a pleasure, and it's, it's a lot to learn, and we're just learning as we go. So we're not perfect, but we're just starting and growing as we can. You are
1: listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and today we're setting the table with swapping seeds, a seed library, and an upcoming seed swap event and talk in Maryville, Tennessee. Our first guest has been Sheila Pennycuff, a librarian at the Blount County Public Library, and the woman who took an old wooden card catalog and turned it into a seed library. I don't know if many of you listening know this, but I'm also a fine artist, and a couple of years back, Sheila asked me to paint this seed library, and it was one of the most fun art commissions I've ever been asked to do. I've placed pictures of Sheila, Dina, and a few of Dina's winter seed growing containers and pictures of the seed library, along with details of the seed swap and a link to the seed swap on my website, TennesseeFarntable.com. Up next, I've got details of the seed swap, followed by a segment from Dina Trimble on winter sowing and seed starting. Here are details about the seed swap. In honor of National Seed Swap Day, which falls on the last Saturday of January, There will be a seed swap and talk hosted by the Blount County Public Library along with members of the Master Gardeners Group. Dina Trimble will speak on the topic of winter sowing and seed starting, and Dina is a Master Gardener with years of experience. She'll speak from 11 until 12 noon. This event takes place on National Seed Swap Day, Saturday, January 29th. 2022 from 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. in the Sharon Lawson and Dorothy Heron room. This is located inside the library in Maryville. There is no cause to attend and the seeds will not be sold but rather swapped. You're not required to have a Blank County Public Library card to attend and there is no pre-registration. Bring your seeds and be ready to talk about gardening. Even if you don't have seeds to swap, there will be seeds for you to take. If you do bring seeds to swap, they ask that you please follow a few guidelines. Seeds must be open-pollinated, non-GMO seed stock. They do not have to be organic. The seed must be clean and dried, and please bring your own plastic baggies for both sharing and receiving, and bring paper and pens to label the seed packets. If you've really got it together, bring the seed already proportioned in baggies and already labeled. That gives you more time, as Steve McNeely used to say, for jabberjawing. The address for this seed swap and talk will take place at 508 North Cusick Street in Maryville. And again, I've placed all this information in a link to this event on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Up next is Dina Trimble, who will be speaking at the seed swap on winter sowing and seed starting.
3: Hello, my name is Dina Trimble. I have lived in Knoxville for about three years. And prior to that, I lived in Middle Tennessee. I became a master gardener in Columbia, Tennessee, which is Murray County in 2012. I've been interested in gardening my whole life. My parents raised a large garden and I helped with it, obviously. And I've always had a strong interest in flowers, both indoors and out. Gardening is a great exercise now that I'm in my retirement. I look forward to it very much. It's a wonderful hobby. I especially like sharing plants and seeds and information with other gardeners. You know, plant people are the best people. I've been asked to speak about two subjects. The first one being seed saving and the second one is winter sowing. I took a strong interest in seed saving several years ago For many reasons. Number one probably to save money because as you know nursery plants are very expensive. Also I like growing native plants and sometimes they're hard to find. But if I can get seeds then I can grow my own. You know growing native plants helps our pollinators, our bees and our butterflies and so many others and certainly something that we want to be aware of. I love to swap seeds. It's a great hobby. I do it online and also in person. Also, I love to make connections. I connect with people from my past, people in the future. It helps me feel connected to the land and also to my Creator. It's a wonderful thing to do. I like to donate my seeds, especially to seed libraries. And also, it's great exercise. It gets me outside. Those are the main reasons I like to save seeds. You know, I save seeds everywhere I go. I'm not talking about purchased seeds, but actually gathering and drying seeds myself. These mostly are my own seeds from my own yard, but I also like to forage in my neighbor's yards, in parks, on the side of the road, really just about everywhere I go. I've also joined several seed swap groups on Facebook, and I love to swap seeds through the mail from people all over the United States. This is much cheaper than purchasing seeds online, and it's so much fun to get seeds in the mail. Now, a little about winter sowing. So many of you may not know, but winter sowing is a technique that is very easy to do. It's a great way to grow your own seedlings and have lots of plants come spring. In January, February, and March here in Tennessee, you can plant your seeds in plastic jugs or just some kind of a plastic container that has a a lid on it. You put drainage holes in the bottom with about three inches of dirt. You spread your seeds on top, push them down, water them very good, close the jug, leave the top off, place it in the sun, and then wait for them to come up in the spring. There's really not much to it once you get them planted. You just wait. You might want to check them occasionally to make sure they don't dry out, but I rarely have to water them. And then come spring, you transplant them into your flower beds. It's a lot of fun. It's easy. And it's simple. Anybody can do it, even children. The main reasons I got into winter sowing, again, like seed saving, is because it's cheaper. Also because it's very efficient. You don't have to put grow lights on them. You do not have to put them all over your house. Nope. You put them outside in the sun. And then you just forget about them and go on about your life until spring. One of the greatest things about it is that you grow really strong plants when you winter sow them. And you do not have to harden them off when you take them out because they already are used to the conditions outside. Also, your seeds are protected from the weather, from rodents, and all kinds of things that might bother them otherwise. It costs very little to do, just usually the the cost of Some dirt, in my case, because I swap most of my seeds. And also, it's great natural stratification. And if you don't know what that means, this is probably the most important point. Lots of seeds have to uh, have a period of time of cold before they can be sprouted in the spring. And this is a natural way of doing it, just like Mother Nature does. Also, it reduces the need for watering. So you can see many of the reasons that I like to do it, and lots of other people do, too. I hope that you'll come to my demonstration. Thank you. This is Clint Smith, syrup maker from East Tennessee, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table.
1: Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.